We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Intuitive brand designer, spiritual quester, hashtag millennial manifester. If you are looking for a really dynamic person to work with and to connect with on a spiritual level, you are going to love this interview with Anya Halama. So stay tuned for some fun interview vibes happening here today. Welcome to Enthusiastically Spiritual, where we share spiritual truths, spiritual stories, and spiritual tips to give you insights and a bigger picture for your spiritual journey. Hi, I'm Teresa Shantz, and I'm a spiritual seeker and enthusiast who through my life has had my cup filled up with some fun and dynamic spiritual knowledge and experiences that I'll be sharing in each episode. Join me as I dive in deep into spiritual topics and deliver them in a compact mini morsel bite to satisfy your spiritual sweet tooth starting now. So welcome to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa, and today I'm so excited because I've got a powerful, dynamic, hashtag millennial manifester named Anya Halama with me today. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Well, Anya is a world traveler who has helped thousands of heart-centered entrepreneurs align with their ideal clients and attract money, wealth, perfect health, perfect love, mental health, and spiritual health. She is an author with her best-selling book, Rebel's Guide to Spirituality. What does it mean to find yourself as a lost 20-year-old and spirituality for badasses while healing your inner being? Awesome tag. <laughs> and, besides <laughs> <Thank being> an, <laughs> and besides being an author, she's a healer, intuitive artist, and success coach. Welcome, Anya. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here and share with everyone my journeys, my stories, and all the excitement and all the passion that I bring into everything that I do. I'm really excited to share it with everyone. Well, I'm so excited you're here. And like, you know, you have an array of offers offerings, and I want to touch on a few of them. So one thing I want to share is though we have some commonalities. I noticed in one of your pictures on your, um, I guess, I guess it was on your website, you had a Leo emblem. So you're a Leo. Yes, so. I am a Leo. Roar. I know what that's all about. Roar. <laughs> and your husband's name Crazy is Tom. Yes. Exactly. Yes, it is. There's another one. <laughs> yes. And we both had some wild days because years ago when I was a late teenager, I had a bestie named Alcohol too. So oh, we hey. both... <laughs> We both that have must some, be a Leo thing. <laughs> I know. Yeah, extremely. So big time had some days of exploring who I was and yeah, had a bestie for sure. Quite a few years in a row of, uh, of, of lots of fun times. And I know that you rocked your journey too, with some of that, as well as moving into who you are now and, and all that exploration. So you've had quite the journey. 
Yeah, that's for sure. Everything from childhood trauma with my father and I explain everything in detail in the book, childhood trauma to deciding that I'm not meant to be in the corporate world, to sexual abuse, to alcohol abuse, to addiction, with drugs, to suicidal effects. I had insomnia. I had anxiety, crazy anxiety to my hair was falling out. I went blind at a at a point almost. It was just all these crazy things because I wasn't aligned mind, body, soul, and spirit yet. I had no idea what I was doing and everything just all the negativity and all the anger just kept piling up on top of me and made me into this crazy negative loon that I was before. But thankfully with spirituality and with finding myself, I was able to become this beautiful human that I was always meant to be. And as I read through your book, I mean, I felt that you had enthusiasm from day dot, like you came in just with this full on vibration of enthusiasm and you were going to make it no matter all the challenges you had throughout life. Do you feel that's true? 100%. And I described this in the book. I I was doing an appointment plant ceremony with ayahuasca once. And I saw my grandmother praying over me. And I saw her say, um, no matter what happens to this girl, this was already on my spiritual and on my healing journey. I heard her say, no matter what happens to this little girl, she will be okay. I felt so connected in my heart from that moment that from birth, I had someone watching over me that no matter what happens to me, no matter what challenges I go through, I will come out on the other side, kick ass and be this badass woman woman that I was meant to become. And it's just, it's so beautiful. Like watching it now, like looking back at my story now, I was like, damn, I'm hella impressive. Without a doubt, girl, without a doubt. And I love your plant medicine story in the book. I mean, I, I, a couple of times I was, people have come to me and said, do you want to do it? And I'm like, no, I really wasn't guided to, but honestly, after reading your story, I'm like, you know, that might be in the future. Cause I, I really feel it. Thank you. Honestly, I believe every single person that deserves it for their soul as well as needs some kind of healing. Like it is, it was such a catalyst to my growth and such a catalyst to my healing that I can't see life without it now. I will always continue to heal with plant medicines. And it's something that you can't get just by meditation alone. As I meditate sometimes five times a day. And you cannot go so deep into your subconscious mind as you can with plant medicines. It's a whole nother world. It's like bringing the realm of the spirit realm into this human form. It's funny. I didn't mention this in the book, but I was talking about this the other day. Like I, when I'm on plant medicines, I see spirits walking around. I see them like here and there. I get like orbs that I see or the twinkles from the side of my eye. However, like when I'm, I see shadows, I see full figures, the ground is rumbling. It's completely different. It's like the whole two worlds intertwined together. And it's this beautiful healing experience. It's hella scary in the beginning. Heck yeah, because the unknown is always <laughs> scary. Mm-hmm. But it, what's going to come out of it is just pure growth, pure love. That first day after I took ayahuasca, I felt so much love, so much connection. I've literally felt like I was in heaven, like the divine was surrounding me. It was so beautiful. And I hope everyone experiences that at least once. I really believe everyone needs to do it at least once in their lives, no matter what it is, mushrooms or ayahuasca. There's so many of them and it's just so beautiful. Yeah. And you go really into deep in it into your, in your book. And it's so, like I said, the story just touched me so much. I was just filled with chills. I was reading it. It was just a beautiful story. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, it, it, I mean, it's my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, 
it's beautiful. But I just, I loved explaining it in this way. It was funny. My, my partner was saying like, oh, I, I know everything about you. But then he read, reads the book and he's like, wow, you really go into details about everything. I'm like, that's the whole point of the book. So I want to connect people with the story to get that emotion behind it as well. So they can connect to, because whatever I've been through, I'm sure every single person has been through in one way or another, or some kind of variation of that with alcohol abuse or childhood trauma one way or another, every single person has gone through crap. And I wanted to connect the readers emotionally and get them invested as much as possible. So they could look at it as, you know what, my life, I could turn it around and I can make it better. And I have all of these tools now. I talk about different meditations. I include different meditations, different tappings, different journal prompts all in the book. And they could use it as this beautiful toolbox. And whenever they have, they need some kind of a pick-me-up, they could return back to it and start changing their lives because we have the power within ourselves. We just need to want to do it and have that desire to do it. I totally agree with you. And I'm, I'm a big believer in, we're here to reawaken and remember everything we have inside of us. And your book is chock full of techniques and, and, you know, stories and yeah, the EFT tapping, when I got to that chapter, I did it and it was so powerful. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I've done a little bit before, but not as much as you have in the book. And it was just, it was amazing. I loved it. Thank you so much. Yeah. The tapping has been such a catalyst for as well. Like I never realized it was funny because it actually took me about a year to get into while I was doing tapping for me to actually feel the difference. And if you're thinking, whoa, that's a crazy long time to do it. Well, I wasn't mentally prepared for it. I was blocking it off. I had tons of blocks from me. I was like, eh, yeah, this is going to work, whatever, maybe. But no, it's once I actually brought that consistency into it. I mean, everyone has acupuncture points across their bodies. And what it does is essentially, if no one's, if your listeners aren't familiar with what tapping is, it's essentially tapping on different parts of your body, different acupuncture points across your body to move the energy in your body and release stagnant energy. It's great for limiting beliefs, anything, absolutely anything you could possibly think of. If you're having troubles losing weight, there might be some limiting beliefs on that. If you're having addiction problems, there's some limiting beliefs on that that need to be tapped away in order to release that energy, move it in your body let it go. So you can shine through money wounds is huge. Most of my clients that I get for tapping have some kind of money problems. This is the main, my, my juice, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many limiting beliefs around money, like money doesn't grow on trees. And I talk about this in the book as well. Money doesn't grow on trees, or we've all heard this things. And these are limiting beliefs that are in our subconscious minds that keep us, that stop us from flourishing and stop us from attracting what it is that we want because we're all vibrational beings and we all can co-create with the universe in this beautiful way. However, a lot of us are internally stopping ourselves without even noticing it and things like limiting beliefs or talking negatively to yourself that you don't even realize that you're doing, but you're doing on the subconscious level that could all be taken away with EFT. We do something a little bit different. We do VFT and I talked about this in the book which we actually mix theta healing as well as emotional freedom technique. And we include binaural beats onto it. So it goes in 
even deeper into the tappings than just doing a tapping alone. With the binarial beats, you're able to go into the subconscious mind even deeper because we all have some kind of remembrance of music. For example, the sound of rain. Some people might be attracted to the sound of rain. Some people might be attracted to the uh, waves of the ocean. So that automatically puts you in like a calmer state with adding that frequency to go in even deeper into your mind, into your subconscious and release everything. And then we would do theta healing afterwards and muscle tests to make sure the belief is completely 100% gone. Wow. So that's a real nice uh, process for sure, right? Like different layers. And I like what yes, you said for sure. about the fact that, um, you know, it has to be the, pe- the person has to be ready for that healing. So that's what I like about yeah. a lot of the different things you offer and I offer and other people offer too, is that it, there's all kinds of different variations for people to explore for their spirituality and where. And not everyone is going to resonate with the same thing. Not everyone's mm-hmm. going to want to meditate for an hour a day. Not everyone's going to want to be attracted to tapping. Not everyone's going to like journaling. Some methods work for some people, others work for others. And this is why we do the things that we do to bring people the different variations of everything that we do. And so they can have different resources so they can try all of them out if you want to, or if you know one resonates more with you than the other, go for that right away. Just have those different options and use it as a toolbox. And that's how I built my book essentially as a toolbox. So you can try all the different methods and see what really does resonate with your soul. Without a doubt. And I have found too that over time, some things that work for me now may not work for me in, in a month from now or tomorrow. I mean, it really varies. I kind of flow through different things too, depending upon what I need for my journey, which I'm sure the listeners or the people who are looking for healing, it's the same type of thing. Where are you at in your journey and what are you needing for that support for where you're at at that time? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, it's always a healing journey. I'm doing a lot of work with Akashic Records now. I'm learning how to go into people's Akashic Records. And it's funny, the other day I was actually healing on myself because I've had this something in my throat that just didn't allow me to speak from my heart. I felt it in my throat. It just didn't fully allow me to speak. I've had some uh, public speaking phobias, which I'm sure a lot of people can relate Mm -hmm. to. So I went into the Akashic Records. I did that healing inside. And what came up for me was in a past life, I had a mother who was choked me on my choke on my neck. And this is why I had this like neck thing in this lifetime. Uh-huh. So there's always going to be some kind of healing, no matter how much healing you've done, you can always heal more. And you could always discover different layers and different ways to help yourself and help your soul grow. Without a doubt. And I feel too that because I'm a big believer in reincarnation, I too have had all kinds of life stuff come up this lifetime. And people have to trust and believe in that when it comes up, because some people are like, what did that make sense? But when you feel it like you did, Anya, when you feel it, and it's like, real, you know, working with your relating chakra. And what is that all about? It's and it's not just this lifetime, it could be even like 10 lifetimes ago, or, you know, three out of 10 or 100 lifetimes ago, or whatever. But it's just understanding that we're such a multi-layered being soul, you know, and energy and that it's, it, it can affect us in different lifetimes as well as this one. Exactly. And it's, it's such a beautiful thing. And then you don't even have to like, deal, just explore with different lifetimes if that's what you believe in, because I know some of people don't believe in that, but us as spiritual beings, mostly, most likely believe in that. And it's so fun to go into different lifetimes and see who you were here, how you learned a lesson here, how you grew in this lifetime that you're at. And fun fact, I had 1358 past lives. So I am an old, old, old soul. I don't know if all of them were in a human incarnation, which I'm, I 
still need to play with a little bit more, but it's so fun just going in and exploring that and learning what you can bring from other past lives into this life and to become this beautiful multidimensional self that you were meant to be in this beautiful 5D plane, which we're all hoping for and achieving, trying to get. Without a doubt. So let's talk about ways to support your tribe because you really do some intuitive brand designing with websites. And I went online and I looked and you've got some beautiful examples and portfolios on your website that people can check out. So talk about that and how you have tapped into that area because this is exciting. Yeah, definitely. It's very exciting for me, actually, too. So a little backstory. I was a corporate designer for 15 years, and I just got burnt out, absolutely burnt out, which I'm sure a lot of people in a nine to five job could totally relate. I hated the monotony. I hated walking into a box, living in a box, uh, office politics, everything that goes along with the corporate world. I just got burnt out. And I was a graphic designer. I've always been artsy. Like we're on video right now. I have tattoos every everywhere. You can see it in my cover of my, of my book. I drew all of them myself. I've always been artsy. So that's a passion of mine. It is one of my dharmas, why I am on this planet to bring beauty to this world. And I just started hating all of that. I hate, I started losing who I truly was on the deep level of inside of me. And I didn't, I decided, screw this, screw corporate America. I'm going to go on this journey, travel the world. Within a week, I sold my apartment, packed everything up, went on this journey and took a leap of faith, deciding, am I going to either try to find another job or to do something completely crazy. If you read my book, you'll notice that I do a lot of things that are completely crazy. <laughs> so I went on this journey. But fun. <laughs> so, but fun, exactly. So I went on this journey to travel the world by myself, not knowing the language, not knowing how I'm going to make an in- impact and how I'm going to make a living. And I decided that design wasn't for me at this moment because I was really hating design work. I was hating the corporate and I just didn't like working with clients at that point. But it's funny, the universe always guides you back to what you're supposed to be doing, why you're on this planet, why you're here and how you're supposed to serve. So I took about a four year break from working with any clients. I designed for myself. I did my own branding. I did my own website for my own businesses, but I just took a complete break from client work. And I really got in tune with intuition. And during that time, over the last year or so, I kept getting these little inklings of, you need to go back into art. You need to start drawing. You need to start painting. You need to do creative outlets. Look for, especially during quarantine, a lot of it came up during quarantine. And this is how I wrote my book too. A different creative outlet was I needed to just find that thing that made me happy again. And creativity is it. So I completely took a step back. I was like, you know what? This is fun. So I started doing these sold portraits that I like to call them, which are these beautiful design. If you're on my website, you could see them. These beautifully designed images of a person, yourself, me, uh, gurus, whoever. You could order one for yourself. And these there's these beautiful, eclectic designs that are just so stunning. And I really connect to my intuition, connect to the person that I'm serving and make these beautiful designs for birthdays, for yourself, for your social media, for your website, wherever. And I just, I was having so much fun designing these. I'm like, you know what? I need to do more of these. What else can I start playing in? So I started adding in, uh, having that fun again, having that fun with what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to do it. I really enjoyed that. So one thing led to another. And I was like, you know what? I need to start adding 
more art into my business because I really am a passionate about this. It is something that I am here to do. I just need to have that fling. I wasn't happy doing mom and pop pizza joints, designing restaurant menus. I wasn't having fun doing that or car dealerships, not fun at all for me. So I took a step back and I was already coaching in the spiritual niche. I was, I had a lot of entrepreneurs um, who were my clients and I was like, why don't I do soul aligned client work, which I'm doing websites, doing their branding, doing all of these packages, helping them develop their websites and their coaching programs, their platforms. And I was like, you know what? Why don't I just do it for soul aligned clients? This is, I'm in this space already. It's something that I love doing. So why not do this? And one thing led to another and I'm designing again. I'm having so much fun. I'm working with the right people that I'm supposed to work with. And it's just so beautiful by listening to what your instincts tell you, listening to the universe, because the universe will always guide you. Always, always, always. But it's up to us to listen. And a lot of us, we cut that out. We don't listen to that. So if you open yourself up doing these resources that we talked about, the meditating, the EFT tapping, quieting our mind and allow that flow of energy to come in from the universe, then you will come back to what it is you're meant to do on this planet. 100% agree. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, when I first, when you came to me, you know, to be interviewed, I was like, let me check out your website because I always do the platform stuff. And your website is beautiful. I mean, it is stunning. So, and to me, like right now, I'm actually having my website done by someone else. Otherwise I would have checked you out, you know, before, but, and we've been working with her for a couple months now. And it's a big process because you know what your website really, well, A, it has to be kick, kick butt now because it really, to me, it's like, it's like opening your door and what is people coming into your house and what are they seeing? Who are you? What are you looking, you know, what do you like and how to stand out in the crowd? That's a big deal these days because there's exactly. a, a ton of spiritual leaders out there doing it. And if you don't have a kick butt website, I mean, it can, it can make or break you really. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, I do branding as well. So I help mm-hmm. my clients get into, I, t- I tap into my intuition. I tap into their guides and see what is aligned from my standpoint, as well as theirs, as well as their guides. So they could shine on a line, not only their website, but also their images and their graphics that they're posting. Um, like the cover photos that are on Instagram, the little circles of your highlights, like those things all need to be cohesive and all need to speak to you on a soul level, especially if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, for you to stand out because everyone is doing the same thing every single day. And this is also another reason why I got back into the um, web stuff and the design aspects, because I was like, what makes me stand out? There's so many coaches. There's so many spiritual leaders. What makes me stand out? I'm an artist. That's what it is. So we all need to find one thing, two things, a couple things that make us stand out no matter what niche you're in, no matter what you're doing, that is going to stand you out from everyone else because we're all unique. Every single one of us. Anya is Anya. You are you, Teresa. Like you have your own flair. Every single one of us does, but we need to find what that flair is and make us stand out. And don't be afraid of that uniqueness. Don't let that shine. Not shine, let it out completely. And then your whole brand, your whole aesthetic will come together, especially when you're coming from it from a spiritual standpoint and tapping into the guides, tapping into the intuition, then your brand will be just so cohesive and so beautiful. 
I love it. So tell me how people can find you. Um, I know I'm going to have all the, in the show notes, I'm going to have your website, which is anyahalama.com. But I mean, you don't have to worry about what it is now, people. I will have it in the, in the show notes. You're on Facebook, you're on Instagram and, but your, and your website is really just, it's top notch. So Thank you again. Yes, anyahalama.com. The book you could get at rebelsguidetospirituality.com, just like the title. I'm on Facebook at Anya Halama and then on Instagram, Anya Travels, because I am a galactical traveler. Yes, you are, Anya. It has been such a pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much, Teresa. It was beautiful and I appreciate it so much. Take care. Goodbye. So, hey, listeners, was that a fun episode or what? Anya is one dynamic soul. So thanks again for listening to this episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. If you've not subscribed, please do. And if you have not left a review yet, hey, it's a great time to leave a review and tell me how, what you thought about this episode and this podcast. So again, until next time, please remember that life is too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.